0: The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big and win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head on over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit of up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP and make sure to download the SGPN app. It's your home for all of our free picks and podcasts.
1: Hi ho, De Generinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We're up to episode 158 now. Hopefully, you've listened to every episode. If not, go back in the archives and listen to every episode. Uh, You'll hear how we started off 2021 uh, in in a hole, and then we we uh, dug our way out, and we were amazing by the end of the year. And we just kept on being amazing into this year. So, um, thank you for coming to the podcast. I'm gonna, all right, I'm gonna call a truce and dedicate this episode to uh talon jenkins of one of the hosts of the hockey gambling podcast um we started a little feud because he was making fun of me being old and i fought back but uh hearing his his retorts on on that podcast i realized i'm i'm punching down in this in this fight he i I thought (laughs) he was i thought he was wittier and and quicker on his feet um with with the insults but he's really not and i don't want to don't want to punch down um And his uh, co-host Joel's too inebriated ever to to fight back, and then the other host, the other host, the um, the baby draft who who hates drafts. Who's going to fight a draft? So uh, I'm calling a truce um, with the hockey Gaming podcast. Everyone should listen to it. um, And no more, no, I won't, I won't pick on them anymore. I kind of promise. So, um, so that's who this this episode 158 is going out to. Who am I making all these? Proclamations. I'm the one who talent calls the old gray bush, Jeff Fox, the host of the MMA Gambling Podcast, the Mighty Mighty MMA Gambling Podcast that you are tuned into to get winning MMA, MMA picks and fun banter, um sometimes jokes that land, sometimes more often than not jokes that don't land. But hey, th- that's what you're here for. So we are this episode. We are breaking down this Saturday's UFC uh, fight night card. We're doing the main. The main card portion, and we're giving you props, parlays, recommended plays, all that. stuff. Lots of stuff that starts with the letter P. Uh, if you're looking for the another P word, the prelims, that was the last episode. So go back one episode in your feed to 157. And that, that's where we gave you our prelim picks. We actually, um, of the six fights, a couple of them we we didn't agree on. So if you want to hear mom and dad uh, disagree, then, then go back on that podcast. So who is the mom of this podcast? So that'll be the person I'm going to introduce now. Um, the Gumby God, the one and only, only Daniel
0: Vreeland. Hello. So I got to ask, because you said mm-hmm. the words punching down about 30 yes. times there. Is, is that a stab that he's much shorter than you? Well, who is? Who, is? The... who isn't? <laughs> uh,
1: baby Giraffe isn't. Baby Giraffe obviously is taller than me because he's a baby Giraffe, but um, I'm pretty sure he is shorter than six foot six. So yes, uh, I, I would think he's, <laughs> but I was thinking more into intellectually and and, uh, <laughs> and whatnot. But Okay. He, He's from Toronto, so what do you expect, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, of, of course, course he, you you don't want to take the Americans all day.
1: Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, um, all right, we got another fight card to break down. We got the other half of the fight card. The last episode, as I said, we we did the first half. Of this episode, we are going to do the other half. It's actually usually it's loaded in the prelims, so we have more prelims to break down. But this week, it's it's actually even six and six, six on the main card, six on the on the prelims. Um, and that is zarukian versus a gam rot which will be this saturday night uh from the ufc apex Um uh, main card is going to be 10 o'clock i believe yeah we're we're back to late the late episodes of this uh, show unfortunately Um uh, 10 p.m eastern is and it's a six fight main card so this is going to go all night isn't it dan
0: yeah it, it's going to be a late one and, and you know i'm going to spoil something real quick I, yep. I think this i think this main event's going to decision too Mm, yes it very
1: well could it very well could so all right before we dive into that let me tell you about a couple of our of our lovely sponsors here like win make sure to get down on the wins bet $50 win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets plus they have the ultimate fantasy football experience right now bet $500 or more on sports or casino before J- July 31st of this year get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club including a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league, multiple entries are allowed. There's so much to choose from and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com. get started. Offer subject to change. and signatures at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing plat- fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for all of mine and it's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now... You can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, a number of points in basketball or hits in baseball, and then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks, with the tap of a button, it's insanely fun to write it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money with picks from Dan for Friday's action. Do you have some picks for Friday's action, Dan?
0: Sure. I'll just take, uh, you know, I I didn't prep this ahead of time because I already gave you one on the last episode. Uh, and for some reason, I only prepped one because uh, I forgot we taped two episodes in a row now. Uh, no, we uh, don't. That's right. I a mean, totally we, separate I, day. I mean, I mean, we do these uh, five seconds live. before we post them. Always yeah. live. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, but that being said uh, after seeing the debut and many other games by O'Neill Cruz, uh, I'll just take the oh, over yeah. on his hits. That dude looked like an absolute grown ass man uh, in his, uh, his debut this year. It's, it's hard to say debut cause he did play a little bit last year, but uh, two for five with a double that he got caught trying to stretch into a triple um, another nice single before that too. He, he looks like the real deal and he's playing defense like a beast. So uh yeah i'll take the over on o'neill cruz hits
1: i wish i had him in in fantasy but i don't uh people got in on him before i did but all right you can get in on him on sleeper on the over under game so so take dan's advice go over to go over to that mobile phone of yours which you're probably listening to us on right now join our listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com sgp and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 bucks that's right. Join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms and conditions apply. Terms of use are at sleeper.com. You can see this terms and conditions over there for details. All right. Let's go. Main card portion of this year. Fight night. Like I said, UFC Apex, Saturday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. ESPN is what the main card is on. If, if you uh, miss the prelims, it's 7 p.m. start time, ESPN 2. Uh, for that one, listen to our last podcast. We will give you all the winning picks there, except for the ones where Dan um, made the wrong pick in, which I made the correct pick in. But you'll be able to tell which one's which. Uh, middleweights, we'll start with Chris Curtis versus Hodolfo Vieira. We'll start with a black belt hunter, Hodolfo Vieira. He's eight and one with one knockout, seven submissions. So he's finished all of his opponents. He's three and one in the UFC. Won his last fight via submission. He used to fight up at light heavyweight. He's multiple BJJ champion, very high level uh, champion in BJJ. Um, not like these little tournaments that, that Gumby wins. These these are real ones, right?
0: <laughs> they are slightly higher than the uh, <laughs> than the jujitsu championships I've won. Yes, correct. Yes, okay,
1: uh, that's what I thought. All right, good. Um, he's two inches taller than Curtis, two years younger. He's been outstruck by 1.44 strikes per minute in the UFC over his career, so he has a negative 1.44 strike differential. Grappling stats are in his favor, not surprisingly. Plus 128. Chris Curtis, the action man. He's 28 and 8, 16 knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once, submitted once. He's taken the UFC by storm, going two zero. Both of his fights, uh, both of his fights ending via knockout slash TKO. Um, he's won seven straight, so the UFC is just part of a um, seven fight winning streak, including a win on the Contender Series. He went one and three in PFL, so PFL obviously is better than the UFC. I think that's how that MMA math works out. Uh, he made his pro MMA debut in 2010. He's got multiple regional championships on his mantle. Perfect. That's correct. um ba-ba-bum. Two inches of reach over Viera. He's almost almost three times more active landing strikes. Two point eight times more active landing strikes in the UFC. He's got a strike differential of a positive one. He outstrikes his opponents in the UFC by and and on contenders by about half a strike. Zero point five seven strikes per minute. Minus one fifty five comeback on him. Um, you want to go first?
0: Um, I think you went first last time, so I think you should you should keep that trend going. Keep it,
1: okay, I am taking Action Man. I'm going to take Action Man until the wheels fall off on this. Um, yeah, I I think he can handle Viera here. Um, hopefully he can. Obviously, if he can keep it standing, then the fight is going to be his. But um, I think he can do it. I like what I've seen from him. So let's uh, give me Action Man, please. And the and the plus and the. So I wish it was plus money. The minus one fifty five
0: well you could you could add him on plus money last time and i even told you to take him over Brendan right. Allen last time yep. uh, and and you doubted me uh, well it's good to see that you're on the bandwagon with him cuz i'm also <laughs> taking Chris Curtis um, All right, good. I, I i just think so rodolfo be it as a like you said a, an amazing grappler uh, he's he's phenomenal on the mat i just think he's going to be so outmatched on the feet here <laughs> yeah. and it's not like it's not like chris curtis has any question about what rodolfo is going to do here Okay. Um, right. Rod- Rodolfo's coming to take him down. And if he's not, it's the worst fight IQ I've ever seen because he's not a better boxer than him. That being said, Rodolfo did look better boxing last time out, but he was also fighting Dustin Stoltzfus, um, which is is not Chris Curtis, if you didn't know already. Um, so, yeah, I think Chris Curtis blasts him on the feet um, unless he's like shooting desperate takedowns. And even then, I, th- I think Curtis just survives enough tires him out and blasts him because he, he's got great power and in, in surprisingly good takedown defense too as uh Brendan Allen found out the hard way.
1: Yes, that's what I was hoping that the takedown defense would would hold up here. So fingers crossed it will. All right. Uh down to weights, Nate Manis versus Umar Numagamedov. Uh Dan hinted earlier, uh a couple couple episodes ago that um Nate Manis is great value here. That's uh let me give you um all the info on the fight, and we'll see if Dan's uh, a brave enough man to actually pull the trigger on this one. Uh, Mayhem Manis, Nate Mannis, 14 and one, five knockouts, three submissions. He has been knocked out once. That's the one time that he lost. He's three and zero in the UFC. The last two fights, he's won via finish. He's won four straight fights. Multiple regional championships on his mantle. Yes, he has a mantle. Also, you're you're you are correct. Um, he used to fight uh, up at featherweight. He used to fight up at lightweight. He's got two inches of height, three inches of reach on Nurmagomedov. He's been outstruck by 1.85 strikes per minute in the UFC, plus 550 is the number coming back on him. Uh, Nurmagomedov, 14-0, one knockout, seven submissions. 2-0 oh in the UFC, both of his wins via submission. He's won three straight fights via submission. He's went 2-0 oh in PFL. He used to fight at Featherweight as well. He's a regional champion or was a regional champion. He's five years younger, striking and active striking stats in his favor. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by almost three strikes per minute, 2.94 strikes per minute, minus 800. Dan, I know okay. I know you, you don't like the line, but are you brave enough to yeah, pull the trigger here?
0: I, I'm brave enough to pull the trigger here. But mostly, okay. just, you know, like two, two things here. First of all, I, I think Nate Maness is a pretty damn good wrestler. Um And, and like, for, from the standpoint of being able to take punches, too, like, he, he took literally the best punch that Tony Gravely could throw. Uh, and as we've seen with Tony Gravely and what he did to Johnny Munoz and what he did to, like, Anthony Burchak and, like, what he did to Ray Rodriguez, like, that is not easy to take big Tony Gravely punches it's it's really not easy and not only did Nate Mannis do that but then Nate Mannis finished him with punches Nate Mannis is also like I'm, I mean he's got takedowns of his own I, I don't necessarily see him going you know like to take down Umar Nurmagomedov here but I think his wrestling is, is good enough to keep this fight on the feet if that's what he wants and yeah dude like I, I think ultimately just like this is downright disrespectful to see him at what'd you say plus 650 550 550, you're quoting yeah. him at? All right. So I've yeah. seen him as high as 600, 650. Um, wouldn't be surprised to see it go back up by fight time. But still, 550, I'd still take a stab at him there. I think it's worth it. Um, You know, like just even just like a really small play is worth your time here. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Nate Manis here. I'd say that I just think he could turn this into something gritty and win a decision there.
1: See, it's picks like this that make Dan popular within the slack. but, um. The oddsmakers normally aren't, aren't this far off, so I, I will be going chalk. Shockingly, Newmarket made obviously pick minus eight hundred for me. Um, yeah, even though I, I agree with what you're saying, Manus is a good fighter. Probably the line doesn't doesn't reflect um, how good he really is, but still, I don't think he's going to win the fight, so I will not be picking him. So let's move on to lightweights: Tiago Moises versus Christos Diagos. Uh, I'll tell you about, we'll tell you about the Spartan. Diago's first, 19-9. Seven knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out twice, submitted four times. 5-5 five five in the UFC over two stints. He's won, he's won two and two over his last four. Lost his last fight via TKO. Multiple regional championships on his mantle. People, there's a lot of mantles. A lot of mantles on uh, these fighters have this week. Um, 2010 was his pro MMA debut. He's inch height, inch reach over Moises. Striking and active striking stats in his favor. He's been outstruck by point zero five strikes per minute. So pretty much it's a wash over his UFC career. Um, he gives out as much as he takes. And he is plus 195. Mo- Moises, 15 and 6. Three knockouts, six submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted once. Four and four in the UFC. He lost two straight fights. He's been finished in both those fights. 1 and 0 on the Contender Series. He was the RFA champ. He used to fight up at featherweight or down at featherweight this is lightweight right yes down at featherweight uh 2012 was his pro mma debut five years younger he's been outstruck by 1.6 strikes per minute minus 240 uh, i was thinking Yagos, and then i uh dove into it some more today and um yeah i just like moises's resume more in this fight so i i will be making a, a classic uh jeff chalks fox pick and i'll, I'll be taking the chalk here
0: I think you're making a right move because Iago likes to wrestle and like you, you're not going to out grapple Tiago Moises. That's not a good idea. Yeah, it's, no. a, it's an awful idea. And, and Moises also showed that that he can box a little bit and, and maybe more than like people remember, because I, I don't know if you remember his fight with Bobby Green. He actually arguably beat Bobby Green on the feet more than he beat him on the mat. Um so like yeah, I like Tiago Moises here. I actually think he's probably gonna sub him. Tiago Moises is a really good uh, jujitsu specialist. But I will say this: I'm I'm gonna take a, a slight detour here. You mentioned the resume. I have to say I went back and looked at Christos or uh, Iagos's, uh resume before yeah. um, what we we started recording. Dude, this dude has some of the craziest UFC losses yeah. in history. So he got released at one in three. Uh, back in 2014 to 2016, he was in the UFC. They released him after going one and three. Listen to these losses. So first of all, he beat Jorge de Oliveira, who I, I surprisingly can't tell you anything about. But then the losses are to Gilbert Burns, Chris Wade, who's you know doing pretty good things on, on PFL right now, and Josh yeah. Emmett, um, which is a crazy run of opponents. Yeah. Then he comes back to the UFC. Do you remember he got invited back to the UFC in 2018? Do you know who he got his first fight back?
1: Uh, Charles Oliveira. Yes. Right, Charles right, right.
0: Oliveira, he fought on short notice to come back and then losses to Drakkar Closa. And he just fought Omar and Sakurian. So, like, right. who's main eventing this week? So, he has fought a, an insane list of people who he's lost to. Now, that being said, the people who he's beaten. Are yeah. pretty terrible. Like that Sean was Sor-
1: what swayed me. Yeah,
0: yeah. Sean he beat Sean Soriano and Carlton Minus. Who, you know, yeah. those are his last two wins. They yeah. may be two of the worst dudes who I've seen in the UFC. Like, what did Soriano go? Owen? Oh, it, it was Owen a big number though. uh One he was Owen th- Owen two his last yeah five stint. or
1: something was
0: best Owen two in his last stint. Uh, and then I think it was Owen three his first stint. Uh, yeah, yeah like he's Owen he five. Yeah, so I- Iago's. Not great wins, but good losses, I will say. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I I think he's just gonna get outclassed on the mat here against uh, Tiago Moises. Uh, I don't think he's a better striker than Tiago Moises. I, I think Tiago Moises gets some when Tiago gets desperate shooting too.
1: There, you, oh, we may we may have a prop play coming up. You have to stick around to the end for that. Um, first, I'm gonna tell you about Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being their largest source of new growth for them. Expert taste of coffee we're talking about here. Trade's coffee team actually taste tests thousands of coffees to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you and Trade's human powered algorithm will find it. Trade's first match guarantee Trade is so confident they'll match you right the first time that if they don't, they'll take your feedback and an actual coffee expert. There are that's an actual job. A coffee expert will work with you to send you a brand new bag for free. Trade coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters, small businesses who pay farmers fair prices to sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. So here's what you should do right now. Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com/sgp. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com/sgp and let Trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com/sgp for $30 off. And when you're doing that, make sure you go to IPVanish. Did you know that browsing online You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IPvanish is offering an incredible third 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPvanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com SGP. We got some chunky guys, Dan.
0: I was, just gonna, I was just going to say. <laughs> we've been missing them <laughs> you're
1: the SGPN SGPN mma twitter feed promises chunky guys and finally we have some we delivered it's been a long time but we have josh parisian versus alan bodo one of the fights on this card like i don't want to pick a winner for dan there was a few i think there's some on the prelims too i can't remember which ones like do i really have to pick a winner here
0: Hot take. I have I have very strong feelings about this one.
1: Oh, maybe you'll sway me because I don't. I, I've I've made my decision.
0: But oh, but but it's it's your turn to go first, though. Is oh, it it's true. All right, that's fine. That's <laughs> fine.
1: Uh, that's uh, this is pretty much a pick 'em on the board. That's probably why I had issues with it poss- possibly. But let's tell you about uh, Josh Parisian. Fourteen and 5 10 knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out twice, submitted once. He's one and two in the UFC. He's gone loss win loss. He got TKO'd his last fight. He's gone 2-0 on the Contender Series. He was 0-1 on the Ultimate Fighter, was a regional champion. He's got inch height on Bodo. He's a year younger. He's been out, barely outstruck. Minus 0.02 strikes per minute is the strike differential. So basically even. Grappling stats in his favor, minus 105. Bodo is the Black Samurai, in case you wondered. He's 8-3 with one knockout, one no shot. Oh yeah, yeah, you're getting late in the show, and daddy daddy's messing up all his words again. Eight and three, one-no contest, seven knockouts. He's got 0 and two with one-no contest in the UFC. Really, that's 0-3 because uh, the fight he he lost the fight that got overturned into a no contest. Uh his last win was back in April of 2019. He was the regional champion, used to fight at light heavyweight, striking and active striking stats in his favor. He's got a positive strike differential despite losing all of his UFC fights of 0.44. Minus one fifteen on him. Uh, I've I think I've gone on the wrong side, uh, but I'm taking Baudot. Based uh, it always comes down to the the final. If I can't uh, pick a fight, I always end up uh, comparing resumes. I, despite his losses, I like his his level of competition better. Uh, but this one's, not one I want to pick a winner on. But I, I will take the Black Samurai at minus one fifteen.
0: Yeah, I, I mean like first of all, they both fought Parker Porter. Um, right. Yeah. And and then obviously Badeau's loss to Tom Aspinall age as well. And then the loss to Rodrigo Nascimento, you know, gets washed to a no contest because Nascimento was on the juice. Um, I will also say this, you know, you mentioned the one win by Josh Parisian, not a win. He lost that fight to Roque Martinez. Uh, I don't know how the judges scored that fight for for Josh Parisian. Well, they're both and three. Uh, yeah like you know if we want to play revisionist history they they both have not put in a winning performance the loser's clearly going home here I'm also going vado though uh, oh okay yeah good. yeah like I I know you think you were coming down on the wrong side yes but like if you if you watch a whole bunch of his earlier fights I, I mean like he's got really good hands uh he, he's he a samurai. Yeah. I mean, like he throws really well, like the <laughs> he 30 add to yeah, that. The, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, of course he's a black samurai. Um, <laughs> his the 30 seconds he fought with Dolce looking on Bula is like 30 of the most hectic seconds you've ever seen in your life because both of them are throwing so hard and so fast and the one who landed was Dolce and it could have been the other way around. Um, You know, he knocked out tons of people early in his career. Hasn't been as lucky here in the UFC, but again, you know, it, Take take some context there. Parker Porter takes a punch really well and is really technical and smart and wears you out. Tom Aspinall just took him down and, and grounded and pounded him, but he did that to Alexander Volkov too. Um yeah. Parisian, not super technical. I, I mean he like famously got his contract through the contender series by throwing like seven straight spinning what were like spinning back kicks to the body. Mm-hmm. Uh and then when all of those proceeded to suck and fail he faked the spinning back kick to the body and threw a spinning back fist to win um like it, it was just like the sloppiest shit you've ever seen and it worked uh but it ain't gonna work against a guy like Baudot, who actually has surprisingly good kickboxing i think Baudot's gonna knock him out here too that that's Ooh,
1: another thing i think in this fight another hot take he is a samurai he's a black samurai after all so um who is the other guy he lost to um Cause I was, he lost to Porter Asperol, he lost to, Porter
0: and Rodrigo Nascimento, the, the okay, guy who, right. who popped hot and you saw
1: that. Yeah. Anyhow Porter and uh, Porter Nascimento, no, no shame in, in, those losses. And then he lost to a cheater. So um, pretty, pretty decent. So, all right. We're on the same side. See if we're on the same side here. This is a, I, I like this. Uh, I like this fight. Uh, I like the last two fights. So good matchmaking here. Welterweights, Neil Magny versus Shavkak Rakhimov seems like we haven't seen him for a while. When when was his last
0: fight? Do you remember off the top of your head? Shroffka? Not yeah. that long ago.
1: Really? Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty right. sure he fought like like real recently if I'm not mistaken, yeah. right? Didn't he didn't he knock out Carlton Harris with like some spinning shit?
1: <laughs> Everything's
0: spinning nowadays, isn't it? Yeah, sure Yeah, you're right, February fifth. All right. Yeah, 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 not that long. Spinning hook and punches, see? Yeah, spinning uh, shit. Punch. I think I said spinning <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> you did. That's what it says in in Wikipedia brackets. Um yeah, maybe I just want to see more of him, Dan. Maybe that's it. Um, he is a fun one. All right, let's tell you about the Haitian sensation first. That would be what if it? What if the, his nicknames were, were switched around and Rakhamov
0: <laughs> was the Haitian
1: sensation and Magny was Nomad?
0: Confusing at best. It's yeah, very confusing. Nice.
1: All right, Neil Magny, the Haitian sensation, twenty-six and eight, seven knockouts, three submissions, been knocked out twice, submitted four times, nineteen and seven in the UFC. He's been around for a little bit. Uh, he's won two straight and five of his last six, so he's not slowing down as of yet. He went 3-1 in the Ultimate Fighter. He used to fight at middleweight. Pro MMA debut 2010. 2 inches height, 3 inches of reach on Rakimov. Usually, Magni has more size than that on, on people, but not in this case. Uh, more active striker of the two men. He, he's he's got a positive strike differential over his UFC career, which is very impressive, of one and a half strikes per minute. And he's at plus 290. Despite all of that glowing resume, he's getting... Uh, it's plus 290 for him. All right. Nomad Rakimov. Fifteen and zero. Maybe that's why. Uh, he's eight knockouts, seven submissions. So he's finished every one of his fights very even, evenly too, uh, knockouts and submissions. Three and zero in the UFC. All of his um, wins have come via finish, of course. He was the M1 champ. He was also the KZ MMAF champ. That's one of Dan's favorite uh, fight leagues, right?
0: KFC. MMA, K- <laughs> no,
1: KFC. That's the chicken place. KZ MMAF. <laughs> sure. Sure, yeah. yeah and MMA Federation. Let's say it's that. Is he from Kazakhstan? Yeah, he is. He's, he's me. Like, no, yeah. I could be right. Wow. He's seven years younger than Magny. Uh, striking stats in his favor. He also outstrikes strikes his, his opponents. Uh, he's at plus 1.38 strikes per minute, minus 375. This would be you.
0: Uh, I'm thinking shot of Rockman off. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, I, and I'll say this too. I, I don't love the number on this one. Uh, no. And I'm a, I'm a big Shavkat Rachmanov guy. I, I've been singing his praises since they signed the guy. Um, but like, this is a steep step up for him, right? Like Carlston Harris, you know, like a dangerous power puncher, but not a guy who puts together like a full and complete kind of fight. And that's what Neil Magny does, right? Like Shavkat Rachmanov can't go into this being the guy who's just like, oh, I just have to like survive his onslaught and hit mine. Uh, instead, this is like, I'm going to have to put in a great performance um, but I think he can do it. Right. Like, I, I think he's the type of guy who has, you know, I mean, he's got a lot of experience if you go back, you know, not just the fact that he's 15 and 0, but, you know, like you go back and see the type of people he's beat in, in the regional circuit. Like he's been fighting guys with like 20 fights since his like first or second fight as a pro, um, you know, like he, he's got a lot of experience and a lot of experienced opponents in M1. Um, you know, he's gone deep into fights, although, you know, he's not typically or, or ever uh, unless you have to go back into his uh, his amateur days, ever gone to the distance. So, uh, yeah, like so I, he I does just spinning think stuff. He does do spinning shit. Uh, but I yeah, I, I just think he's going to be too much here for uh, for Neil Magny. And, and I love Neil Magny. Uh, but like the the lack of a big reach advantage, I think, is going to harm him here.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, like I said, Magni usually has a huge advantage over people. Three inches is, it's you know, it's it's nothing to sneeze at, but um, yeah, I'm going Rockman off too. This is a, I'm glad to see he's getting a real nice step up in competition here because this could uh, propel him even higher up. But um, yeah, I just think he's too good. He's one of the guys. I'm just I'm gonna probably ride until the wheels fall off, uh, or until he gets that prospect lost, and then we'll then we'll think about it. So. He is the pick here. Have we agreed on everything in this? Uh, no. Uh, no, I agree. I no, <laughs>
0: yeah, and you're going to go sweet. ahead and win your, your $12.
1: <laughs> yes. All right. Um. But my $12, correct. All right, let's go into the main card. Oh, sorry, main event, not just main card. Main event. Another very nice matchup between a couple of... Usually, we don't like seeing... Prospects matched up like top prospects match up together, young ones. But these guys are actually already where they ranked right now. Do you know off top of your head?
0: I want to say ten and ten and eleven or something. Yeah, they're
1: they're already up there, so that's okay. And and also, they're up that high.
0: You've got to match them up. I will also just say too, as far as these guys being like quote unquote prospects, they are some of the most traveled prospects in history, right? Because like you know, they both have twenty plus fights um you know like one of them was a ksw champ which right. is you know a massive organization so like they've been around also i looked it up while i was uh stalling talking uh they're 11 and 12 okay 11 and 12 okay let me tell you about them
1: matthias Gamrat, the gamer 20 and 1 20-1 is his record with one no contest seven knockouts five submissions never been finished in a fight in 22 pro fights three and one in the ufc including three straight uh, he lost his debut. He's won all of his UFC fights via finish. He was a KSW champ twice. Was he KSW champ twice or in two different weight classes? Do you know off the top of your head?
0: Uh, Two different weight classes. Yeah, I think so he was five. Four, 45 and 55, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, but I'll get the intern on it while you keep
1: talking. All right. Beautiful. Um, He's been fighting professionally since 2012 as in MMA. He's a wrestling champ. He's a grappling champ. Three inches... Taller than Sarukian, he's outstruck his opponents by just a little over a strike per minute, one point one strikes per minute. Grappling stats in his favor as well, plus two hundred on him. Uh, Zarukian, uh, what's his nickname again? Oh, actually, you're gonna tell me about Gamrot first, probably, right? What were looking um, up? No, I'm, I'm
0: not there. I'm not there yet. But you can go oh ahead and, and, and continue on.
1: Say Sarukian's nickname for me. Oh. Hulk a lock,
0: lack a
1: lock, Hulk a oh, yeah, we Nikita did this game
0: game? last time. i call it
1: <laughs> <laughs> A-H-A-L-K-A-L-A-K-E-T-S is what it is. Uh, we'll just call him Armin Zerkin. 18-2, seven knockouts, five submissions. He's been knocked out once. He's gone five and one in the UFC. Uh, he lost his debut and then won five straight, so very similar uh, to Gamera. Won his last two fights via TKO. He has missed weight in the past. He's a regional champion or was a regional champion. He used to fight at featherweight. Got two inches of reach on Gamrot. He's six years younger. Uh, Striking stats in his favor. He's outstruck his opponents by 2.39 strikes per minute in the UFC. Minus 250. All right, Gamrot. Was he a featherweight?
0: Yeah, he he went down to featherweight and beat uh, Kleber Erbst uh, for their their featherweight belt. So, yes, uh, two-divisional champion uh, in addition to Lots of impressive wins at lightweight. Um, is this I'm one? I'm picking first. You're, you're, this one's on you.
1: And I'm doing a Dan Vreeland, and I'm taking a plus two hundred dog here, Dan. Ah
0: yeah! come along I'm taking, I'm
1: along taking, Ga- ride. <laughs> I'm taking Um Obviously, a tough one. Uh, looked into it more. I just like like uh, it comes down too often with me is his resume. I like his resume more. Um, I think fighting wise, they're they're fairly similar the two of them. Well. Look at the records. Records are almost identical. They both have seven knockouts. Both have five submissions. Um, but yeah, I just like his his uh, the competition um, he's gone up against a bit more, um, and I like his uh, the experience he's had. Um, and uh, yeah, like I said, he can strike and grapple. Both men can, but um, I I think it's uh, I think it's worth a splash at plus two hundred. So give me Gamrot.
0: I I agree with you entirely. And uh, like so, for me, he's gonna more eloquently uh, alo- alo- uh, tell you why we're picking Gamrot. Yeah, well, I mean, I always do that. But uh, <laughs> uh, part of what I like about Gamrot is that, like, he has fought guys in ways that are not necessarily the easiest way to fight a guy, right? Like, he went in, he fought Diego Fajeda, and he did it like he, he went at him on the ground. He attacked him that way. He boxed with Scott Holtzman, which is not what you typically do against Scott Holtzman. And, like, Armand Sakurian's best win is probably Yoel Alvarez. And and it was largely just by being like, okay, Yoel Alvarez lets everybody and their cousin take him down because that's where he wants to be anyway. And then he just, like, grounded-pounded him there and stayed safe. And that's, like, easier to do than somebody who's going to try to shut down your takedown attempts, which, you know, not that a lot of people have attempted takedowns on Matthews Gamera, but, like, Gamera hasn't allowed a takedown in the UFC yet. Um, you know, and he's fought Diego Fajeda and, you know, he fought Holtzman and he fought Guam Kutatiladze. Like, he has fought some dudes. Um, And, you know, like, I just think his wins, not necessarily, I wouldn't say they're necessarily better wins, although I guess Diego Fajeda is a better win than Joao Alvarez. So they are better wins. But in addition to better wins, I also feel like they've just, like, revealed more about him for me. Um, And, you know, like, the the losses have both been kind of, you know, w- one of them was a clear loss for Armand Sarukian, but it was to Islam Makachev. And I didn't think Gamrat lost that fight to Kutat Aladze. It's funny because I, I was just banging on the drum of Kutat Aladze getting screwed out of a victory last weekend. And I think he got gifted one in his first fight. So there's a, there's an example of the MMA gods giveth and taketh away. Um, but yeah, like I, I think, you know, you hit the nail the nail right on the head there is I I think gamrods wins just tell us more and show us more about what he is and at the end of the day if we're wrong about that like he is worth every penny of a plus 200 play
1: yep um we shall see take a big swing on things um like i said i had a little bit of a uh, little bit of dan's rubbing off on me apparently i'm 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 definitely rubbing off on him he's definitely uh not as good of a person as he was, <clears throat> excuse me, as he was before he, <laughs> he uh, hooked up with me on this podcast, but um, yeah, apparently he's making me pick plus 200 dogs too. So there you go. Boom. That's the card, but we are not done. We have our recommended plays. Um, we'll let Daniel go first. Ooh,
0: man, putting me, but this is a surprise. We do this every podcast. No, Anime no, I, I knew, I but I, I was, I was, I was sleeping at the wheel. I think, um, gosh. I'm going to start with, uh, I'll start with, 30 bucks on Mario Batista. Uh I think All Mario right. Batista's in and, and what are we getting for that number there? -160. Yeah, I, I think for for a Mario Batista win here over Brian Kelleher, what one, 160 is a good price. It'd be
1: 30 on Rockmanov 375.
0: Okay, I'm going to I'm going to go 30 again here this time on uh I'll take Chris Curtis to beat Odolfo Vieta. Uh I, I like right. that that uh that that number again chilling right around 160. Uh, and I, I think he gets the job done.
1: I am going to take um, Yeah, I'm gonna take the same. I was gonna take a bit more money on Curtis, but no, is good. 30 on Curtis money line over um, VR minus 155.
0: All right, and ooh, I've been alternating back and forth on a couple of these. Do I want to do a whole bunch of slick things, or do I want to do what works?
1: Hmm. Uh, do what works, Dan. Fuck, I hate doing what works.
0: All right, I'll take another thirty. She <laughs> sure does every I'll, week. I'll, he proves that. I'll take another thirty on Jinyu Fry. I, I think All she's right. gonna mop the floor with Demopolis. What's
1: the number on her again? Thirty M fry minus 280 um all right give me i got i got 40 bucks left of my pretend money here um give me 20 on Allberg at minus 120 i like that one
0: uh i'm gonna spend my last 10 uh put my money where my mouth is i'm gonna take my last 10 on nate manis Okay. Uh, yeah like mine as well if, if i believe in him enough uh to make the pretend play him Uh, Plus 550, uh, it would be, it's gonna be one of those home run picks. Wow,
1: it sure would be. That would, could, well, not 10 bucks worth, but I was gonna say, could turn (laughs) things around for you, Dan, but you're gonna need more than that to turn things around. All right, who do I have left? Um, Give me 20 on, I like the fry pick too. So 20 on fry minus 280. So, all right, recap Dan, aka Gumby God, aka Danny, Uh, 30 bucks on Bautista. 30 bucks on Curtis, 30 bucks on Fry, 10 on Nate Manis. And that's all money lines. We're um, we both just did money lines here. I think we've been burned by props too many times recently. I got 30 on Rockmanov, 30 on Curtis, 20 on Alberg, 20 on Fry. Daniel, Gumby, Danny, Danny V, do you have a super fan jong, hungry man
0: Jong, parlay that's gonna get us big money? Sure do. Um, all right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to start with Chris Curtis uh, up against Rodolfo Vieira. But obviously that yep. big fat negative 155 line or whatever, not going to get you up to that uh, hungry man Jong 10 to 1 level. So we're going to take Chris Curtis getting it done in the first round. That okay. dude punches that dude punches so hard. And yeah, yep. Brendan Allen survived into the second, but. Uh, I mean, like, if you go back and remember his debut, Phil Hawes didn't. So uh, Phil Hawes got put out in the first. So I'll take Chris Curtis in the first round, plus 250. Um, And then I hinted at it before that it was a play that I really liked. Uh, uh, Tiago Moises wins by submission. If he subs Crystal Tiago's, you're getting 250 on that as well. Uh, So if you put those two together, 250 and 250 turns around 1125. I I like Chris Curtis in the first and Tiago Moises by submission to get us that uh, 11 and a quarter to one,
1: so eleven point two five to one is what we're doing here. That's that's correct. That's uh, you always make like good like these. They're always like solid like reasonable choices too. It, yeah, it it's, doesn't gonna hit sound again.
0: crazy ever. No, it's, it's it never coming. does. No, we know it's coming. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna
1: come. Just ride it out with this, people. He hit a thirteen to one earlier. He's gonna hit. You only need a
0: couple all year to, to make exactly. it work. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Um. All right. Anything else we need to talk about in this card, Dan, or be good.
0: No, I think you, you got it all.
1: I got it all. And you got it all, Dan. We're family. We both got, <laughs> we both got it all. All right. We'll be back. When we'll be back. It's so hard to remember. Now we have so many episodes every week. I think right now we're, we're sticking to our Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday release, uh, release day. So we'll be back on Sunday. That would mean, um, what are we going to do on Sunday? We're going to recap this event. That's what we're going to do and, um, talk about all the money that we won for you Right. Um, until then, make sure you listen to Dan's Top Turtle on podcast with Vanessa Demopolopolopoulos. And who else is on it?
0: Uh, I also have Mario Batista on this week.
1: Oh, there you go. Um, he picked, one of them picked against the other one. So, that, he's got that. Um, all their writing, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Listen to all the other podcasts, even the hockey gambling podcast. It's, um, like, I call it a truce. <laughs> kind of. Um, listen to that. You can read my MMA stuff, moneymma.substack.com, And you can follow us Twitter. SGPN MMA is where is our account that Dan runs and puts a lot of fun videos and whatnot on there. Uh, I am Jeff Fox writer. He is Gumby Vreeland on Twitter. And I think that is it. So uh, um, maybe I'll put this one to bed. Uh, me, the old gray bush, Jeff Fox will bid you farewell until Sunday. I, I'm saying farewell on my behalf and on, Mr. Gumby his behalf. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you Sunday. Bye-bye.